Welcome to the Fly From Africa podcast. It was a sunny Saturday morning somewhere in Abiokuta, Nigeria, 1997. A girl was born to the Fajimi house. Seven days after, she was named Ayomide. Uh, the journey to her birth was not your regular journey. Many would have said that was the beginning of my difference. Many would say that was the moment I started to stand out. I was born to a woman with a topic pregnancy. My mother was in her old age. She was on birth control. <laughs> there was just too many things happening that it just did not sound regular yes i came to this world and you know many rejoiced my mother says that was one of my father's happiest moments though many would say that was the beginning of the journey of my difference but it never occurred to me you know i never really thought of difference in my journey at all i grew up in nigeria I grew up around many people who looked like me and spoke like me. Even when somebody spoke differently to me, it was very hard to see how they stood out. Even when I stood out amongst people that were similar to me, it was very hard for me to see how I stood out. When I was in boarding school and the religion, the faith I practiced, was not your conventional religion and sometimes they would bully me or shade me for it it never stood out to me that i differed difference was never something i glorified till i had an experience where i needed to learn to glorify my difference and use it So it was about 19 years later, I had moved to the United States and a new dream had begun to germinate in me and I wanted to be a sailor. I wanted to be in the ocean and lift the train, the white vest. doing the things that people before me never did so i joined the united states navy i remember the first day i went to the recruiter and went something like this <laughs> hi i'm here because i would like to join the navy oh for sure i can help you join the military here Oh no, I don't want to be in the military. I just want to be in the Navy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I can help you do that. You mean you don't need any special qualifications? I'm just good? Oh yeah, I need some qualifications here and there, but you'll be fine. Really? I can just join just like that? 
And so I still joined and went ahead and became part of the United States Navy. I went to the basic training that took about six weeks and that one is a whole entire story. After boot camp, then it was uh, the Navy A school where you kind of like learn about your job and go to school for it. Here I saw how the military could be a depiction of the American society. <laughs> it was so, so much diversity in somewhere that it's so monotone. You know, like in here we're all supposedly American, but yet it's so much like thoughts and backgrounds and culture just mixed together as one. Oh, here I also thought maybe like, you know, I'm American and not, that was all that mattered. Till, you know, people hear me talk and the first thing they say is, Oh, I hear an accent there. Where are you from? Where's the accent from? And I'm like, um, Nigeria, while in an American military uniform. And so I begin to think like, so where do I fit in? Am I American or I'm all of these identities that I come from? But here, I differed, but also I belonged. <laughs> I, I was so similar to everybody. Also, we all went through like the, the rigorous process together. So it was very hard to see how we were all apart. But here in this journey was where it stood out to me how much I actually differed. But it was not negative emotions. But here, really, I was more aware. Because it was not just about how I talk now. I mean, I had, I had seen how much I differed from, you know, my early immigration journey. But I really didn't pay much attention to it. But here, it's like, I, I remember then I had short hair. Maybe I was a little tomboyish. People would ask me, like, what my sexuality was. Was I gay? Um, <laughs> whenever I said something, it just, it, it just, my difference was like, I cannot not notice it. But I think it was also in this space, I learned how to just glorify it and, and use it as a way and route to success. Because beyond the beginning of this like military journey was also like my journey into adulthood, into dependency, and my thoughts had now began to differ from the people around me. My dreams had began to differ from what the people that loved me desired for me, uh, who I wanted to become started to differ from who my younger self wanted to become. So it was a very important aspect of my life and that is why I shared that story of joining the military because I felt like it was in there I grew up. It was in there I differed from who I used to be. It was in there I differed to everybody around me. <laughs> but it was in there I was so similar, ever so similar in my American life to everybody around me. Um, but just 
living beyond that life, becoming different version, setting max on what version to become and what version to not become. What difference is enough and not too much? When to put a cap on it and when not to, you know, it became a little bit confusing as I grew through life. So now I just wonder how different, how similar is my experience to that of my friends around the world? How are they different? How are they not different in the world that they live in? How are they feeding it? How are they not feeding it? How are they embracing how much transformation they're going through? Are they putting a seal on it or are they just letting themselves go? So maybe this episode is not an episode of solution like we always do on the flight from Africa. Maybe this is just a, a thought share. The things going on in my mind, in my head, the things going on around me or in the stage of life that I am. So on this episode, I brought my friends with me as they are all in different parts of the world. I'm going to be pulling a call through to them so that they can share to me how this difference journey is going for them. I know, uh, I did not start the podcast in the traditional way that you're used to. So how about we start this episode just the way you know? And my name is Ayomide Fajini. Welcome to the Fly from Africa podcast. What up, tribe? My people, my people, my guys, my babes, my girls, you know. Welcome again to the Fly from Africa podcast. Hey, Wansalia girl, my co-host. Is not here today because, you know, we decided to do this solo episode thing. I always miss you as usual. And so on this episode today, I decided to do some little experiments. I've always been interested in narrative podcasting. So I wanted to see how it will come out. So, you know, bear with me. So this episode is going to be longer than your expectation. Just bear with me. But on this episode, um, I wanted to talk about navigating all the things that we're becoming and all the other versions of ourselves, and just navigating who we are in this big world as different people because we're all different one way or the other. So I decided to, you know, bring my friends in, see how they're navigating their world as they differ from themselves and from the world and, you know, wanted to share that with you guys today so i hope you enjoy it now let me call the first person <laughs> the first person is my girl i call out martin because we met in the navy we met in a navy dental school and so it's just we called each other by last names her first name is actually priscilla i don't think i've ever called her priscilla but she's gonna introduce herself once i call her so i'm i'm interested in her difference journey and how how she's perceiving difference because I know we all have different perspectives on what it means to be different. It's such a broad topic. So, yeah, let me call my girl and let's get into it. Hey, girl. Hey. Hi. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I am great. Definitely blessed. You're currently on the Fly From Africa podcast. Do you want to say hi to the listeners? 
Hello, everyone. I hope everyone's having a blessed hey. day wherever you are. Hoo-hoo. Hoo-hoo. I'm sure they are. Um, I kind of like gave everybody like an intro in my own way to the people about you, but do you want to introduce yourself to the people? I'm Priscilla. Um, I'm in the Navy Reserves mm-hmm. as a woman. Hey, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's That's up. That's writing out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm a dental tech. That's actually how we met. Yeah. I went to school for dental mm-hmm. i just recently moved to new jersey Ooh. from florida mm. Mm. so that's been a transition yeah that's a that's a huge step uh, you want to tell the people all the zip codes you represent all the places that you represent or you've lived in the i don't know since you were born mm-hmm. florida's the first one that was where i was born you said florida and then, uh, mm-hmm I did not know that. What part? I was born in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Ah, I didn't know that. Okay. By the beach. Hey, beach girl. <laughs> I'm actually the opposite. I don't care too much for the beach. I like the pool better. Ah, the flex. I definitely. The flex. I definitely love uh-huh. the summer year mm-hmm. round. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. I feel like that's sort of prideful. You know, the people born by the beach, they're always like, yeah, you know, I, I was born there, but, you know, it's it's a flex to me. I hear a, a little bit of pride, but it's okay. Oh. <laughs> it's because we're so used to it. Like, yeah. Yeah, what a flex. You know, um, I was kind of telling you a little bit about the episode I was trying to create, and I was hoping you can also share your perspective because I'm very curious how your experience differs or is similar to mine, you know, as we all live so so similarly but yet so differently in our own way in different parts of the world. Um, uh, Through your journey, beyond before and beyond I've known you, has there ever been a time in your life where you ever felt different? You know, it out to the people around you, or even there has. I would say there's been a couple that I can think of. Mm. For the first time, it was definitely my senior year of high school. Mm. I just felt like I was done with high school. Mm. Like I was, my mindset wasn't in high school and high school activities anymore. I was in the mindset of like the future. Mm. And what I saw myself doing mm. 10 years down the road, um, mm. which is how I decided to do, to do dual enrollment my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. So I did college classes on a college campus versus being in high school with my peers in class. Mm. And then another time would be actually now in where I'm at in life mm. I'm a completely different person today than I was last year two mm. years ago mm. let alone six ten years ago mm. I would say a lot of it does have to do with trauma mm. trauma has definitely um shaped me Mm. into the person that I am today mm-hmm. but a lot also has to do with my growth in my faith 
Mm-hmm. I've grown closer to God. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm actually I'm thankful. I'm not mm-hmm. the same person I was before. Mm-hmm. And I I I owe all of that to mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's interesting you share your difference in a way like it's in comparison to yourself and not mm-hmm. to people and things around you. I think that is such, such a powerful view. And I'm curious, you know how you were talking about trauma? Not to like impede or you don't have to say the things that you're not comfortable saying. But are you trying to mm-hmm. say your trauma has somehow positively contributed to your your difference or are you saying negatively and do you want to go in details maybe a little bit examples of these traumas that you're talking about if you're comfortable sharing yeah well i was in a narcissistic and emotionally abusive relationship Mm -hmm. i'm sorry it's okay it i learned a lot um from it i learned Mm -hmm. a lot about myself through Mm -hmm healing from it Mm. which is why i am the person i am today Mm. because it took physical work Mm. to deal with all the hurt that i went through Mm. it took therapy it took you know support from friends support Mm. from church Mm -hmm. and i think all of that together made me a stronger person a more positive person Mm. um but I mean, I definitely wish I didn't have to go through all of that stuff mm-hmm. to be where I'm at today. But I'm thankful in a way that I did because it shaped me to mm. who I am today. I'm stronger. I'm a more positive person. Mm. I have a stronger relationship with God. Mm. And I just have a different view on life, on friendships. Mm. Wow. And yeah. Yeah, it's interesting how your difference has influenced you as a person and changing you than changing the world because now you view friendship. You view the world in a different way just because of how you your difference has changed you from the inside out. And I'm so sorry mm-hmm. for, like, the process it had to take you. You know, it's not the <laughs> it's not a typical process. Um, I think for you it was such a tougher process, but, you know, everything contributes to who you are today. But most especially... I'm grateful to God for you, for how much you've grown, how much you have differed from who you, you used to be, but in a better way. Um, you know, I just, just to, to close this out, I don't want to take too much of your time. If you had to tell the younger people out there, um, you know, who are, you know, struggling with the new versions of who they're becoming, because sometimes even me personally, I think like even as I differ every day, even in my own personal self, like as I differ to who I used to be, sometimes I'm not even sure if it's, if it's supposed to be that way or if I'm not supposed to transform as much, if I'm supposed to hold some things there to me or I'm supposed to let some things transform. So as younger people are growing, you know, as they're going through stages, you know, younger people are tend to, like people in college, I'm saying people younger than me in their earlier mm-hmm. 20s, they're like, uh do I become this? Then what is next for me? Uh, is it okay for me to differ this way? How, how would you advise them to go through that difference? I would tell them, because I also, I feel the same way you do. Like, there's days where I'm like, dang, I'm really, I am really different than I was before. Like, mm. is that okay? Is that even normal to do? Because mm. you, you, I think, 
in a way, I think we expect that we're always going to be the same throughout our lives, and that's not the case. Mm. I read somewhere that every 10 years, we change as a person. Mm. Um, But what I would advise them, I would say, be patient with yourself. Be patient. Would be number one. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. And to not give up on yourself. To keep pushing. Come on, girl. Mm. Ooh, that hit me. Mm. Because there's going to be a lot of times where you're you're going to want to give up. You're going to want to quit. You're mm. going you're gonna to want to take the easy way out. And mm. you just have to push it, push mm. through it mm. and know that mm. at the end of that road, it's, it's going to be worth it. Mm. You're going to look back and you're going to be thankful that you pushed through it. Hey. Girl, talk to me. Hey, girl, you went, you're dropping gems. Yes, thank you so much for that. I personally, I am taking so much away from that. Thank you for sharing your truth and your story. Thank you for being on the Fly from Africa podcast. I wish you all the best and all the other things you got going on. And Have a good night. And good night, everyone. I wish everyone girl. the best. Thank you. Bye, girl. Thank you. Bye. Wow. That was really interesting. And you know what is interesting to me is the fact that even we differ in the way we view difference. The fact that Priscilla just shared how, you know, her feelings differ to people around her. You know, when she was sharing her high school journey and she was not necessarily in the same headspace as other people. And the fact that you have to navigate that. It's just... It's interesting. All right. Don't let me waste time because uh, I'm trying to make this faster, but I don't think it's going to be short. It's not going to be a short episode. Just just for your information. Let's go to the next person. This next person, um, I met him out here in Jacksonville. Um, his name is Peter. Because you know one thing I'm not going to do? I'm not going to have episode where I bring people and not bring you a fine African man. So I was like, <laughs> somehow a fine African man is going to talk on this episode. But thank God, he's not just a fine African man. (laughs) He's an intelligent African man. So, um, yeah, he has really profound thoughts and views on, you know, difference and what it means to him. So, let's call Peter. Hello? Hey. Hello, Peter. Hi. Hey, how are you? How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Yeah, you're currently on the Flight from Africa podcast. Do you want to say hi to everybody? Yeah, uh, I want to say thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, I hope uh, your listeners are going to enjoy this uh, episode. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Um, I think a way to kind of bring you in for those who might be able to relate to you is, do you want to tell us the zip codes that you represent? The zip codes you've lived in, countries, slash um, places? Currently, I identify the strongest. Uh, <laughs> uh, I am a Kenyan living abroad. Uh-huh. Um, number two zip code that I would represent is uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Arizona. Come on now. Yes. Uh, yeah, trying to get into Jacksonville, uh, okay. Florida a little bit. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, still not there yet. I can't uh, claim it to be my own yet, but... Yeah. Almost there. Almost there. Almost so there. as somebody who has been in so many places from Kenya to Arizona, then to Jacksonville, 
uh, through your journey, you know, growing up, being in this part of the world, has there ever been a space in your life where you ever felt like you differed or you were different? Yeah, I mean, um, I would say being different is something that uh, always occurred to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I'm someone who's traveled a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, spending most of my adult life uh, abroad, mm-hmm. uh, that is uh, out of Kenya, has kind of made me always be in that position where I'm like different from most people around me. Mm-hmm. Or I meet people who don't see the world the same way as me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I would say I've always felt different in mm-hmm. a lot of situations, especially. Uh, the last uh, 10 years, about 10 years of my life, yeah, I would say that. Mm. I think it's interesting that you said um, people that see the world differently from you, how you do. That's how you think, that's how you pretty much see difference. Is like, you think you differ if somebody sees the world with a different lens from you, pretty much, right? Yeah, it's normally like that uh, for me because it's like, uh, mm. I think the way I see the world or the way I interpret things mm. uh, pretty much uh, dictates the way I interact with people, the people that I interact with, and mm. also what I talk with people. And, you know, as you know, like what you talk with people is what makes you either become close friends, mm. become acquaintances, mm. or, you know, become that one person that they say hi to in the elevator and look down. Mm. Right. Oh. So I'd say, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know you look at it from that perspective where it's like, um, if you have a different faith, especially, you know, like growing up in Kenya and I have a different, uh, I grew up in a Christian uh, family coming to the US, I meet people who, some people who have never had anything called faith in their life. Mm. It's like, and that one has always dictated my morals and dictated how I talk to older people, how I talk to younger people, how I talk to my age mates, you know. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. So how have you been approaching the world with how you differ? I mean, do you try to, not saying this in a negative way, are you somebody who is going into the world trying to fit your difference with other people or... Are you somebody trying to stand out with how you differ? Like, how have you been facing the world with your difference? Has it, has it been holding you back from success or has it been positively reinforcing you? Um, I would say uh, more positive than negative, but okay. yeah, I've had some negatives in there because mm. uh, personally, I'm a very curious person and uh, I normally go from a perspective that if I see something different with someone, mm-hmm. I'm always thinking everything is up for discussion. And that can sometimes hurt you or uh, help you interact mm. with people because uh, you might see something different in somebody. And for me, you know that I'm somebody who likes to have debates and, you know, mm. I always think people as detached, mm. like, Personally, I'm, I'm able to detach um, my beliefs from myself. Like, I don't really think like uh, my way of life. Um, yes, I live like that, but that does not, that is not me. You know, like if, um, if somebody challenges that way of life, they are not bringing down my entire, my entire personality. Ah, so, um, yeah, mm. so coming from that perspective, I'm always, Whenever I see uh, people with different things, I go 
and start discussing that with them, you know. Mm. And um, if you come from a different background, that can hurt you because if you're new to a place, mm-hmm. some people have different taboos, you know. Like some people don't want to talk about politics. Some people don't want to talk about their religion. Some mm-hmm. people don't want to talk about their maybe sexuality and stuff. Right. But, you know, if, if you're coming from a perspective, you're just like, you know, um, yeah, I yeah. can ask you about your sexuality. And since if you ask me about that, I wouldn't feel attacked. Now mm. I normally feel like, yeah, I can just go and ask you and be curious and start mm. asking you how you got there or how the journey started, you know. And some people take that as offensive. They yeah. feel like you're attacking their personality. They feel like they, you're attacking their life. Mm. Yeah, so for me, I'm always that person who likes having debates, who's like very open and mm-hmm. who doesn't take things personally. Mm-hmm. So being in a different place, I always just approach and start having conversations. Yeah. And what that means is if I talk to somebody who's uh, open, they become my best friend instantly. And mm. so I end up making friends very fast mm. or I end up having awkward experiences with people, super awkward. <laughs> that's interesting yeah. to me also the fact yeah. that you see difference in a view perspective like just people with their own views is how you think people differ um i am curious do you think difference is seasonal then so it's for for a younger man listening to you right now going through a stage of you know is is view that that differs from who he used to be going through a process like who he's becoming is not different from who he used to be um what would you say to that to that young man is this something that comes and go what is supposed to do next as it transforms being a new person from who he used to be um my young self or uh, to my future self mm-hmm. i think uh uh, the way I approach differences when I when I'm different from other people, I think it's very, it's part of my character, you know, mm. and uh, that is something that uh, I've known for a while. So the only difference going forward, or rather, something that I'm trying to implement, or that I would have told my younger self to start doing early, is you know, continue having that part of you where you're very curious when you see something different and you always want to discuss it. Mm. but just have a little bit more wisdom, you know, like be able to look at people and quickly be able to discern that uh, I should approach it this way or I should approach it in this manner instead of just going barging in into conversations or, you know, interrupting people or, yeah, so I'm saying right now I'm trying to implement yeah, have more wisdom, you know, as you grow, you get the wisdom. Sometimes it comes naturally, but sometimes you have you have to learn mm. and force yourself to do things in a manner that uh, looks wise. And that is something that I'm trying to do as I go forward. Mm. Interesting. Thank you so much for your time, Peter. I am sure um, somebody can relate to what you said and had something to take from it. So thank you for spending your time on the pod today. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. It was fun. Awesome. Enjoy the rest of your evening, okay? You too. Bye. Bye. Wow. Again. <laughs> um. Ah. Wow. Teach me, people. All of you, just just talk to my head. 
And here is Peter talking about difference in a way where his views on life differs to somebody else. You people have not seen anything. Anyways, let me call the last person to close the episode up. And that'll be my girl. I don't I don't think I should just call her by name because that girl worked hard for her medical school journey. So it's very important I say Dr. Dami to show her off because you know that she's not easy. You know, it was a process for her. So um Dami, we went to secondary school together. Somebody probably knows that as high school. So we sort of like, you know, had that young experience as Nigerian girls together. We were in boarding school together. Um, but even after school, after secondary school, after migrating, we still connect. Um, I still saw her this time, actually, this time last year in Europe, she made me the best agusi I've ever had in the whole of London. It was, uh, don't let me talk about food. Let me be more focused, but also like me and Davi, we're never focused. We play too much. So I won't be surprised when I call her and you get a glimpse of that. It's just who we are. We just... We have too much fun in our seriousness. And so, I mean, she's a medical doctor. I'm just saying, like, she's so unserious, but she's so serious. And she, that energy is contagious. Anyways, I'm talking too much. Let's call Dami. Hey, girl. What's up? Hi. I'm all right. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> How did I know you are going okay. to laugh? What's up? How's your day going? Oh, well. Not too bad. Okay, you wanna say hi? You're on the Fly from Africa podcast. You want to say hi to everybody? Oh, hi everybody! My <laughs> name is Lady D. Okay, calm, calm down, <laughs> Lady D for where? <laughs> Not the Lady D. I'm Lady D, but people call me Mama. Mama. Because I'm, I'm everybody's sugar mommy. Okay, okay. Drami, we <laughs> can't. Sugar, we can't. We can't bring our drama to the podcast. We're kind of official yeah, over know. here. Okay, you know? no drama. Yeah, no drama. No drama. Yeah, we can't. We can't bring it all of our. Yeah, we have to calm down. We have to chill. Okay. <laughs> you know, I I was just telling people a little about you, and I wanted you to introduce yourself. But do you? I think a better way to for people to get an idea of who you are and your experience through the world. Do you want to tell the podcast the zip codes that you represent or the places that you've lived so far? Well, I'm Nigerian by birth mm-hmm. and by nationality. Period. So. My Nigerian people are far in a day. Hey, come and on, come on. I'm, I'm Chinese by whatever. I don't know what how to describe that. So, it's okay. So whoever is listening from China, ni <laughs> And then I'm, I'm not British, but <laughs> however I want to put it. So to my people in the UK. And whoever is speaking English, what's up? How you doing? Mm. You're right. 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 you know that conversation that we're having and I was talking about how you know, I've differed and now I'm in a stage of my life where I feel like I'm thriving because how I'm different to people, you know, and I'm curious, I don't know, you also are in a different part of the world and, and being in countries, you know, 
similar to me well you're in a whole different zone you're the mama you know but i wonder how our our experiences are similar being on different sides of the world going through similar but different journey um as there being a stage of this journey where you felt different or a stage of your life where you just as a person came to your realization that you're different from the people around you well to be honest i feel that i've i've always felt different mm. even when i was in nigeria mm. because if you ask people that know me well i didn't really used to mingle well with the people in my class so i just felt quite it's not it's not out of pride or anything i mm. just i just didn't like i just didn't see any like we didn't have any common factor mm. i would say mm-hmm. so right from there i've always felt different and then you know, going to China where everybody, everything was in Chinese, mm. to make friends. Mm. I mean, you're like, when when people see you, they're quite shocked. Mm. And, you know, they, they've never seen braids. They've never seen this. They've never seen that. So, of course, I felt different. But mm. in the UK, I wouldn't say I felt, I felt very much different. Because mm. maybe because I'm in a Nigerian community. Mm. Not necessarily everywhere I go to is filled with Nigerians. Mm-hmm. But, like... You, you get to see people that look like you. They don't necessarily have to be Nigerians. They mm-hmm. could be Ghanaians. They could be from Sierra Leone. They mm-hmm. could be from Jamaica. They could be from anywhere. But at least they look like you. Mm-hmm. So it's, you don't feel you don't feel that much different mm-hmm. compared to if you're in a place like China where everybody just looked extremely different. Mm-hmm. And when some people saw you, they would they would literally be shocked. Mm. Like they would feel scared to see you. You know what I mean? Wow, that's so, crazy. Yeah. Did you did you struggle in that difference, especially in the place that you felt more different compared to UK where you feel like, you know, you can't you kind of belong more. What was it was it a negative experience or was it a positive experience actually? So I'll say, I'll say it's a it's a little it's, it's a mix of both. Mm. At the beginning I used to struggle with it mm. because it, it used to look because you know like if you're coming from Nigeria nobody really we didn't really identify we, we don't have any sort of identity in Nigeria mm. because all of us are, we're all just blacks mm. we're, we're, just, we're all just Nigerians mm-hmm. you know but mm. by the time you move to a different place where it's not like so where are you from mm. and you say you're from Africa so where in Africa are you from you mm. know like so all those things now had to it, it now started having like some sort of impact because mm. then Chinese people would say black mm. so they, they see they see that word like some sort of dirty they see Africans or blacks like mm. dirty and stuff so it's not really like so I mean in the beginning it was quite strange to me mm. especially when you, when you got on the bus and the person sitting there would just stand up and move somewhere else mm. i mean that was a negative experience for me because mm. i've never crazy. seen anything like that before yeah but that's I wild guess that mm. whole phase was mm. preparing me for something else because mm. now in the uk mm-hmm. people may not necessarily be standing up from their seats or mm. not sitting beside you not because of your color mm. but just because they love their privacy mm. <laughs> so mm. i mean it's just too it's just too extremely different mm. um 
I mean, did you ever get to a stage where you felt like, you know, how you differed? You could actually use it as a route to success or you've always felt like how you differed was always used against you. Was there any way you felt like, ah, this could actually be my route to, you know, the, the higher levels that I'm trying to be? Has, has he ever come occur to you that way? Well, for China, mm. it was, I don't, honestly speaking, I don't really see any positive aspects in it mm. because your color would always be against you mm. no matter what you do mm. the color will always be against you and sometimes they will almost always pick somebody else mm. over you mm. especially when they now know that you're nigerian so it's like there's this whole big nigerian stigma like they would rather pick somebody from central africa what or tanzania wow over nigerian so because obviously they have this stigma or they have this perception about nigerians you know so mm. that that that's always gonna be there like you can't take that away that's crazy. but in the uk you mm. can use you can use it to your advantage mm. in a way mm. because we are let's not be me saying it <laughs> but you know like somehow i feel that in the uk they're trying to be more open and mm. more diverse mm-hmm. and so maybe in workplaces they're trying to get more black people or they're trying to get more um maybe lgbtq they're mm-hmm. trying to get more of this to just show the diversity you know mm-hmm. not not to make everything look so streamlined mm-hmm. so in a way in the uk it might work for you mm. In a way, my word, because if you apply to a company where, say, 90% of them are white, and mm-hmm. they finally see one black person applying, they're going to be like, oh, thank God, let's just employ this one, you know? Mm. So, yeah, in a way, it might help mm. if you're in a country that's open to diversity. Mm. But if you're in a place that is not very much keen on mm. this whole diversity business, then mm. it just might, everything might just go against you. Because in China, then, I remember there's some schools that would tell you that admissions for this, 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 except then they list Nigeria, Ghana, this, 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 African countries, everything. Mm. Or they'll tell you that, oh, we need new employees in this, 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 except black. Or within this, 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 this. like they were so open with it. Mm. <laughs> so, so that's what I'm saying that mm. it just might, it just depends on which side you're on mm-hmm. or like how you want to see it mm. i didn't take it personally because i knew that okay it's not like i'm planning to stay here for the rest of my life mm. so it was just like a temporary thing so was, yeah. yeah so I, I didn't i didn't take it to heart mm. But, mm. yeah i know you're busy i just have one more question which is very random <laughs> i wonder what do you think about that phrase be you you think it's a what you say you think it's in a wash i'd be like it's legit like going to the world and be you what do you think about that phrase? Um, mm, be you, like just do you. Mm-hmm. Well, me, I see, I see life from the two sides, mm. you know. So being you, like it depends on what your you consists of. Mm. Sometimes it's okay to be you if mm. your you is 
sensible. But you know, there are some types of that is, sensible. That, that is not sensible. Like, uh -uh. okay, let me give an example. You know, like how some people say, ah, this is this, this for me. I don't have shame. Or this is, you need to have shame. <laughs> that we said have shame. You need so to have if shame. You, if you're being you, <laughs> makes you not have shame, then mm -hmm. you should absolutely not be you. Because that your you that has no shame mm. is a bad you. Mm. But if your you is is a you that has shame, or like I mean, it just depends on what the situation is or what the because there are so many times that we find ourselves in situations where the things that we really want to do, morality and home training will hold us back. Mm -hmm. But you can't really blame that thing holding you back from doing what you really want to do mm. because you know that if left to you you're just going to go bonga yeah. <laughs> but because mm. of the morality mm. text in it you don't go bonga you just you just not so i don't know if doing that still makes you be you mm. or maybe you've just now toned down your being you to like a minimum level mm. if you get what i mean so what's the line in between which i think it would be great for conversation for another day you know how to find that line between just being yourself and just again losing yourself in you know the world the society culture or bringing when do you kind of remove yourself and question even like everything around you and even the way you're brought up and when do you just stay in all that you know like i don't know it's just in the world but we can yeah i mean I mean, if you see the be you from the angle of, no, don't try to change yourself for somebody else. Don't try to bend to society. Don't try to just shrink yourself and put yourself in a hole because mm. that that's what the world, that's not what the world wants. The mm -hmm. world will adjust. Yes, the world will adjust. But like, I, like, I, like the whole conversation, I always have that little but. Mm -hmm. Yes, the world will adjust. Mm -hmm. But what your you consists of also really matters. Yeah. As much as the world, okay, see, for example, now everybody just wants to do anything they want. Maybe my you being me, oh my gosh, I like to live an extravagant life, for example. Let my destiny help and not misplace me because I say I like <laughs> <laughs> but if being me now I like okay I like I want to live an extravagant life mm -hmm. I need a lot of money mm -hmm. and I feel that oh let me just go and I need to get money whether by hook or by crook or any way mm -hmm. I just need money and then I just start getting my hands dirty into things I'm not supposed to mm -hmm. just because I want money because I want to be me and like see it's my me Mm -hmm. I was built to live in a mansion. They they, they want me to live in a mansion. I need to be in Dubai. Period. Shaking my mm on a yacht. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> so, so if that is me, mm -hmm. but because obviously I can't just start going to rob everybody. Mm -hmm. or I can't just start going to dip my hands into things I'm not supposed to or mm -hmm. doing things I'm not supposed to just because oh this is the me that I really want to be. Mm -hmm. I'll have to like turn it down a little bit. So I won't say I'm hiding myself from the world. I won't I won't go and put myself in debt because uh 
be my male likes to wear a Louis Vuitton, my male likes to wear this or that. Mm. I won't go and, like put myself in that kind of problem, but mm. I will just still <laughs> adjust to what I have. But that doesn't take away the fact that I'm still being me. Yeah. If you think about it, like human beings, we're, we're such complex people mm-hmm. that the you that's angry today is still the same you that is smiley and calm tomorrow so we all have different so <laughs> that's why i always laugh when people say that oh this person is pretending i'm always like how do you know they're pretending maybe that's just them too mm-hmm. like because you can be good and still be bad hey, yeah sure. yeah but that doesn't mean that you're pretending you're still being you mm. but you know how the world is it's when you when you're doing all the good things you're pretending the moment you do one bad thing then that's your true character mm-hmm. <laughs> that part girl Mm. so yeah i mean anyways yeah if somebody doesn't take anything from you they should take it be you but with shame half shame they say you need shame some shame that shame, would say you people need some that part no actually i'll take that <laughs> be me but with shame i really i think that's what kind of keeps you away from like that gives you um like who you're trying to be but with control because shame kind of is your boundaries on what is yours and what is of the world Mm -hmm. so yeah i Mm -hmm. appreciate that girl i know you were busy but thank you for taking the time to join the podcast today thank you for all the I mean, we can't be serious. We need to get our life together, girl. I swear, we really need to. <laughs> but I appreciate it. Okay. Uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. I know it's evening your time. And, you know, we'll talk later. Thank you for being on the pod. Right, thanks, love. Bye. Bye, girl. I mean, Dami has said a lot. The conversation between me and Dami it was just, you know, a lot of it. And I'm not even sure where to begin to unpack it. But I hope somehow you were able to relate or take something from this episode. Yeah, because that's it. Um, let me know what your thoughts are. We have the Q&A on Spotify. Drop a comment. Drop a DM. You can DM me personally. You can send an email to the Fly from Africa podcast at gmail.com. You can do something with our Instagram. Whichever way. I'm very curious. Or the experimental parts. What do you think about it? Was it giving or it needs some work? Oh, well, it would always need some work. But what do you think about that? Do you think I can thrive in that sort of like narrative podcasting?